8.18. With the recent thaw in inter-Korean relations, border guard posts have begun to be removed from the demilitarized zone, hinting at a truly demilitarized future. While that offers new opportunities for cooperation, tourism, international artists have been exhibiting their work in what was a former propaganda village, Yangjidi, right by the border between the Koreas. On the line, we have Niels Klaus, director and cinematographer of the short documentary film Art Attack. I saw it uh, this morning. It's only 20 minutes long, so you could check this out in a break today, probably. Um, good morning to you, Mr. Klaus. Good morning, Alex. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure to have you back on our show, talking about you know different work. Um, how did this film come about? I presumed watching it that you were told that uh, a bunch of artists were going to be heading to the border and you decided to join them. Was it something along those lines? Yeah, it's actually the Goethe Institute in Seoul who uh, commissioned me to document this event. It's an it's a yearly event um, set up by Art Sonje, a gallery in Seoul, and uh, they initiated the real DMZ art program, which is connected to residency. And in that year, the Goethe Institute has been sponsoring that event. Uh, they brought out three German artists and the German curator for that um, exhibition. And uh, they simply wanted to document it for a German TV channel. But um, I've done work with the Goethe Institute before and um, also took the work I did with them further in terms of director's cuts. And uh, so we contracted a director cut for this project as well. So um, the art attack is the final result of that. And the name Art Attack is the thing that will immediately jump out at people, especially given the location. Were you playing with this combination of words to to almost provoke a response? Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously it relates to the situation at the DMZ um, where, like, North Korea is, like, so closely bordering to um, South Korea, vice versa. But then um, it was also my impression of the situation of mainly international artists coming into this small place uh, called Yangjiri, close to the border, and um, not really being connected to the people, to the villagers living there. And uh, so sort of like a vision of art, like a Western vision of art is like superimposed on people who actually like never dealt with art before and also have no interest in art. And um, so I felt there was like a lack of connection and um, sort of an attack of um, an imposement of Western art onto the villages. Well, the the sense of the villages was uh, at times confusion. And if I may say so, this is what's brilliant, I think, about your film, is that, I mean, there's no narration, but it tells a story very well. And for those who might find certain forms of expressive or modern art to, to seem a little pretentious... I think they'll still love this this film because it shows the the bemusement of the villagers as they themselves react that way. Right, right. And it, it's not that I really want to criticize the type of art which is like presented by the Western artists in that small village. It's more that I felt like there's sort of like a disconnect and like people are not really working with the people in the village to kind of come up with like something they to do to together do together and then they consider it as art and um so it's um like people 
are working. This is why I try to juxtapose the villagers with the artists so much, because the villagers, they do their own thing. Uh, when I shot the film, it was just harvest season. They were, like, really busy in the fields. Yep. And then the artists, they come and they do their artwork, and it, it, it doesn't merge, yeah? And that's what I sort of found was a pity. But in some of the minds of the artists, it, it is merging. Like, you know, you'll hear them saying things like, oh, it's they've been um, living alongside the villagers and and sort of developing certain bonds with them and then immediately you've got the interview with one of the Korean villagers who's basically saying that it's been very hard to communicate with the artists. Yeah, because I think the the Western artists, they rely on the villagers to become part of their art and um, they like... Um, there's been also like some sort of like film project going on where um, the uh, villagers like took cameo roles like in the film projects they did, and so they hi- they highly rela- relied on the uh, villagers to contribute. So I think they had to sort of present it as um, a collaboration or a relationship, which sort of has been fostering. But then, from the point of view of the villagers, it didn't really happen that way well also the artists saw this as a kind of gift economy like they would anything they didn't um finish eating they would use in art anything that they left behind they would give as a gift Uh, but the villagers kind of were thinking we don't want people to see our place uh, cluttered up and almost dirty like this they were worried that people might see this and and think the way they feel when they watch uh, documentaries about Africa. And, uh, you know, obviously Africa is a big place and I'm just directly quoting there, um, more or less. So <laughs> did you get that sense that people just weren't quite getting the art? They were expecting traditional painting or something along those lines. Right, right. Like, um, well spotted, and I think those are the comedic elements of the film were... Um, you clearly understand that there's like two different concepts of art where the villagers would think, okay, um, a nicely painted landscape framed in a picture, uh, uh, like framed, put onto a wall in a gallery or in a museum. Okay, we could consider that art. Whereas the artists who come to the village, like they do something like very abstract, where um, that in the vision of the villagers, like, is not something you would clearly consider as art. And yeah. I mean, this would, um, like, widen the whole, like, concept, like, what is art? Like, there's different, different perceptions of art. And whereas the villagers, like, they um, put a piece of soap on the table, and then in their vision, that's art. But then for the villagers, there's still a piece of soap. So um, there wasn't really a common basis of what, like art is and how art can be executed yeah i mean another example is you know these crosses uh, the, the crucifixion images in the middle of a, a rice field at a time of harvest as you pointed out before mm. when when the farmer agreed to it because he himself is a, a christian but then he realized you know th- these were crucifixes with the with watermelons placed above jesus's head for example and he was not quite sure about it but that's the kind of thing that your documentary shows. If people want to check it out, it's called Art Attack. I, I saw it on Vimeo. Are there any other platforms people yeah. can check it out on? 
Uh, Vimeo is probably the easiest place to find it. Like if you uh, search for Artitech or if you go to um, vimeo.com forward slash Niels Klaus, my name, N-I-L-S-C-L-A-U-S-S, you can find it also there and also some of my other work. Well, thank you very much. Great to have you with us. Uh, Thanks so much, Alex. Appreciate it.